get it. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. Talk about I'm not North a typical Korea. politician. Okay, That's President. why I got elected. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty. It's Friday, Friday, getting down on Friday. Why? Have a great Friday, you mother. Jeez, that's a a rough start. Oh, my goodness. That's a rough start. These are coarse times. (laughs) Do we have a follow up to that story, by the way? Has anything more come out of that? Is she going to prison or that Uh, woman? uh, The wheels of justice grind slowly. (laughs) Okay. Live from Studio C. Oh, C, senor. Dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, kick off the weekend, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Donald J. Trump. Disciplined debater. I'll tell you what. I'm sorry. I'm distracted. I think Tony Bobulinski is the story. I think it's a bigger story than the debate. Yes, yes, it could very, very much like Watergate be breaking too late to affect the election. I think uh, there's a bunch of you don't know who that is. Most of the country doesn't know who that is. And if the Washington Post and the New York Times aren't right now trying to verify his emails, phone calls and texts that he came out with yesterday and said, look, I'm holding these in my hand. This is communication that proves I was in conversations with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. About these deals. Lucrative business deals with foreign government-related entities. Is that being looked into by 60 Minutes and Washington Post and, you know, the the big feet of the the media? I have a guess, and and my guess is that having only days ago, famously NPR put out a a statement saying, we don't waste our time on stories that aren't stories. We don't waste our listeners. I have a very strong feeling behind the scenes. There are at least a few old schoolers who are saying, Hey, we don't want to be six weeks behind on this. We got a clip. We don't have to publish anything, but we sure as hell need to be looking at it. We got a clip from Laura Logan. We're going to play a little bit later of 60 Minutes fame. She, I saw her this morning saying, look, I've been in journalism for 40 years with 60 Minutes and NBC and all these different places. I've never seen anything like ignoring this story. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't either. No. No, these are new and bizarre times. And I'll tell you what, if if it's true and Biden gets elected... You know how many presidents we've had whose family has profited off of their careers? Lots. Sure. So that's not the end of the world. I'm more worried about we've crossed into a line now where we just won't cover anything if it's the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. That's much more worrying to me than we have a president whose family gets rich off of government. That's just the way government works, unfortunately. I'm all for calling it out when we can find it. Right. But right. Uh, if we're actually into into an era now where you have a guy come out, hey, my here's my name, here are my emails, here's my phone. This isn't, how many stories have they run with for the last three years of an unidentified source and and you never find out the source and the, and the story goes away. And, and the story turns out to be false. And they're front page stories. Here you've got a guy, first person, willing to put his whole reputation on the line. Right. And nobody's digging into it. Naval officer, a man of yeah. good standing. Yeah. His name might sound like a euphemism for testicles, but that's not his fault. The family name. The Kavanaugh example. You know, freaking Michael Avenatti could get as much time on any cable news show as he wanted. Right. With just crap. And it was, you know, with 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 what appeared to be crazy people and turned out to be crazy people. This is a real story. If it turns out to be nothing, 
fine. But the fact that they aren't covering, think I'm really happy that it came up at least a little in the debate last night. Yeah, I have um, uh, comments on that, but but at I, least it came up, I was, and some people might be saying, "Now, what are they talking about?" And, and dig into it. So we're going to play clips from this Tony Bobulinski yesterday guy yesterday who went on for a camera yesterday and came out and said the things I just said, and I thought, okay, now now the the New York Times has got to have it. The Washington Post, they don't. They don't. It's as if it no. didn't happen. It's wow. weird. He came off, by the way, and we've got plenty of clips that we'll play for you. He came off as a perfectly reasonable, normal human being. He was not a wild-eyed crackpot. And he's a registered Democrat his whole life. How about that? I don't I don't know. It's, you know, so that and uh, debate coverage. Um, Weird. Just, just weird. The uh, Times or the debate? The, the the times yeah, I thought the debate was fairly typical of presidential debates. Yeah, it was refreshing. Uh, I don't know if it's going to move the needle with eight days to go or nine days to go. Oh, we'll it'll see. move the needle, Jack. Okay, but Just... not as far as the needle needs to be moved. <laughs> um, our text line, by the way, if you want to weigh in on uh, what, what what we just said. Four one five two nine five KFTC. Let's introduce our brain squad. There is our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing okay, uh, Jack. Do you think the media maybe doesn't cover it because they want to just get Biden in, and then suddenly they stab him in the back and say, "Ah, uh, we're going to cover this story now oh, and to get Kamala." <laughs> yes, to get her in there. I don't know. I don't know if they're thinking that far ahead or I. I I'm. I'm just. I. I think everything is just boiled down. It's simple. It's like lizard type reactions. I have a lizard that I. My son has a lizard. Mm-hmm. I would never get a lizard. And like yet you have a lizard. And like so many childhood pets, who feeds and waters the lizard every day and cleans its cage? I do. Sounds like you have a lizard. Did I anticipate that coming? Of course I did. Jack is that what's has happening? a lizard. Yes, Jack that's what's happening. Has a lizard. <laughs> anyway, lizards it's just there's some food. Lights are on. Lights are off. Hey, there's some food. That's what <laughs> I think the media is does this help Trump or hurt Trump? It hurts Trump. Let's not do it. Rep- <laughs> I mean, that's all it. there is to it. Does it help Trump? Don't report it. And you know exactly like a danged lizard. And I'm not claiming that's one-sided on the media. I just think this story rises to the level of the big journalists getting into it. And I'm shocked that it didn't happen last night. I think they will be there, and they will uh, be terribly embarrassed by their late arrival. They will cover up for that. I actually read NPR's new description of why they're not covering it, and it is absolutely hilarious. I can read you chunks of it. In short, they have reached into the way back of their closet, found their journalistic ethics, dusted them off and said, hey, honey, I forgot we even owned this, and written about it. We need to have 11 to 14 sources before we print a word on any story. We have not personally verified these emails. I have not visited all 50 U.S. states, so I cannot confirm that there are 50 states in America. I mean, all of a sudden, they're this, like, hardcore paragon of only cement-solid information. It's hilarious to read. Hmm. You've been reporting rumor as fact for years, you jerk-offs. <laughs> <laughs> There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Riddle me this. I almost called you John for some reason. Mm, that's weird, because I'm, a, I'm no, a li- the name. Right, I'm a lizard owner, though, so we do weird things. Oh, that's mm, true. That's true. Mm, <laughs> to be expected. Uh, riddle me this, gentlemen. How are you going to have Adele on Saturday Night Live as the host, but not the musical mm. guest? 
Wow. You have you have gotten her out of whatever I imagine is a gargantuan palace that she lives in over across the pond. Got her all the way to New York City to do a live sketch comedy show. All 125 pounds of her now. And she's not going to blow the roof off of the place by bellowing out just um, amazing ballads of feelings? What What is going on, <laughs> SNL? So she's the host, but not the singer. No, the, Does she have any uh, comedy acting chops? I, don't, I, I guess we'll find out yeah, together. Yes, we will. She's British. They, I mean, they talk funny, so there's right, that. She'll do all Monty Python sketches. <laughs> right. Great idea. Uh, but yeah, that, that I, I remain baffled by that. Uh, I, I want to I I hear Adele sing. That's happened a couple of times. Like I think Bieber's been the host and not sang and stuff like that, Rare. It is rare. Because um, they can't sing a lick without the auto tune. That's no not, talent putzes. But that's not the case with Adele. No, that, clearly not. Oh, no, okay. I'm, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday. Maybe she can't sing since she lost all that weight. <laughs> Does anybody she just that? sounds like this yeah. now. It's funny. I lost all that weight, but now I sound like this. <laughs> uh, it's Friday, October 23rd, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin now. Officially, to, according to FCC rules and regulations, I would like two minutes inter, uninterrupted at Mark. Don't worry. It's all going to be over soon. Come on. Learning to live with it. Come on. So don't worry about it. Come on. I know how to game the system. Come on. Come on, folks. And we had a good relationship with Hitler before he, in fact, invaded Europe, the rest of Europe. Come on. Is lecturing me on Social Security and Medicare? Come on. Let him go bankrupt. Come on. I told him to stand down and stand ready. Come on. You know, I had noticed there were a fair number of come-ons. I didn't realize it was that many come-ons. <laughs> Come a, on. Uh, a fine personal uh, friend and friend of the show was texting me last night saying, what's the over-under on come-ons? I bet the over the um, he's due, and then he texts, he's due for one. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole Hitler thing, which got a lot of attention on the internet. I'm not exactly sure what that was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Neither is anybody. I'm, yeah. I don't know how important <laughs> yeah, it is. But. I'd like a fact check on that one and on the all the birds are dead comment, too. I need a fact check on both of those. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Trills all the birds. Trump's use of Every overstatement is hilarious. <clears throat> uh, what? what? Really? <laughs> Uh, how's mail bag look? Oh, it's outstanding. You know, I'm thinking of going just uh, take after take after take on the debate last night. Okay. Just take the pulse like of the it. people. I like it. Oh, you're taking the pulse. Yep. Take their right. temperature. Gotcha. The serious way. The accurate way. <laughs> the, the accurate, accurate way. <laughs> Hold still. You're going to feel a little pressure. <laughs> oh, geez. Come on. So all that is on the way. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. If you didn't understand what we were talking about in the opening segment, I apologize for not filling in the details, and we will do that in about eight, nine minutes. It was Trump-esque. It was Trump-esque. That's just some groovy music right there. Turn this up, Michael. The more I hear it, the more I dig it. Makes you want to smoke a cigarette, though. I've listened to this for so many times since you, you were... Since you discovered it and said, "Hey, we should use this for bumper music," <laughs> this is this guy. He's got a lot of the good stuff too. Yeah. It doesn't make me want to smoke a cigarette, but I think it does your point. Makes me want to smoke a cigarette. Not really. No. <laughs> Mailbag. Oh, oh no! Oh, 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 oh. oh, that felt good. That's a. <laughs> 
a big moment right like, there. Like, like clean. Like the president last <laughs> night. Terrible missed opportunity. Yeah, there, there's no, uh, I didn't mean that or anything. That was the- <laughs> <laughs> right down the chin. Standing eight count. Oh. We're bringing out the smelling salts for that one. <laughs> Let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's time for Cow Clips of the Week. For the third time in four years, the Dodgers are going to the World Series. The Rays are going to the World Series. And I immediately lay down uh, under his feet. Actually, every cell of your body just uh, telling you that's body. We are done. That wouldn't happen if we had actual good candidates. I mean, imagine if Kennedy lost to Nixon because Wisconsin went to Little Richard. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. (laughs) Damn, Jeffrey Tubin. At least Pee Wee Herman was in an X-rated movie theater. I'm just saying. Let us never speak of this publicly again. Thank you very much, my friend. Which I think is actually a good idea. I mean, as long as Jeffrey Tubin isn't in charge of the mute button. I'm so sorry, guys. I left it on the whole time, and my dick is also out again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Even if the Russians were behind the story, why does that alleviate the responsibility of journalists to evaluate these emails and to examine whether or not Joe Biden actually engaged in misconduct? Get back to where we were, to have the economy rage and be great with jobs and everybody be happy and that's where we're going and that's where we're heading and no one was more shocked than joe biden i have a twitter account son of a gun can i look at it or do i need like special 3d glasses mailbag there we go our freedom loving quote of the day from georgia orwell and this is so apropos of what's going on today as the far left is changing definitions of words like racism and teaching your kids the code words. Here's Orwell. Don't you see that the whole aim of Newspeak is to narrow the range of thought? In the end, we shall make thought crime literally impossible because there will be no words in which to express it. Hmm. That's from 1984. It's definitely worth reading. That idea is a little complicated, but it is brilliant. <clears throat> Uh, A couple of non-debate-related emails first, uh, just because I wanted to get to them uh, and not forget. Andrew writes, Dear Joe, I've waited all week to write an email just to sign it off. H-A-G-F-Y-M-F. Bye! Have a great Friday, you mother... (laughs) Thank you, Andrew. His email had no substance just to sign off. Wow. Uh, William. Morning, guys. If Donald Trump does not win the Nobel Peace Prize, I mean, he has brought peace to the warring parties in the Middle East. Obama won one for doing nothing. Uh, You're right. You're absolutely right. He's seemingly brought a substantial amount of peace to the Middle East. And part of the reason I read that is to read this from Jay, reminding us that this is the 37th anniversary of the day when the barracks in Beirut blew up, killing 241 Mm. Marines. A terrible, terrible day in U.S. history. They had come in peace to protect the people of Lebanon and were murdered for it by Islamic fundamentalists. Moving along, this is the debate. Let's lead off with Barry. Guys, Trump should have used the trigger words. Corn pop, hairy legs, hey Esther. That would have spun Uncle Joe into a different universe. It would have been fun. Okay, Barry. Mike. 
Why is the Donald so bad at answering questions about race relations? Total swing and miss on BLM, and he didn't even attempt to respond to Joe's statements on systemic racism. Yeah, he's not good at it. He is not good at that topic, and and it's disappointing. You'd think he had time to get ready. Uh, Garrick writes, Kristen Welker rocks. If I got Kristen Welker to moderate my arguments with my wife, I might have a chance of winning. <laughs> Hey-oh! That is all. <laughs> Yeah, there are plenty of folks who believe she uh, cut off Trump much more than she cut off Biden. Uh, I I thought Trump pushed past her more than Biden. And I'm also a guy having coached sports a lot. If you're crying about the refs, the problem is you're not dealing with fine-tuning your defense or making adjustments or whatever. It's not that the ref is perfect. It's that you're supposed to be spending that time doing something else. I do wish she had asked the question, are the emails and photos real? That's a pretty simple question. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Let's see. That's a great email, but we don't have time for it. We'll come back to it. Uh, Guys, what a revealing debate. It appears President Trump listened to his advisors and let Biden sink himself on the topic of the 500 illegal children who've been separated. Um, Most likely, these are children not their own, used by illegals to pose as family members with children then abandoned at the border, like was well-publicized at the time. You guys rock it every morning. Your email rocks it, Rich. Thank you. Who's Tony Bobulinski that's got me all spun out today, huh? We'll tell you that coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. To set the record straight about the involvement of the Biden family, Vice President Biden, his brother Jim Biden, and his son Hunter Biden, in dealings with the Chinese. I have heard Joe Biden say that he's never discussed business with Hunter. That is false. Wait, 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 don't roll your eyes. Don't, don't hit that. Don't put in your Taylor Swift CD. Don't roll your eyes. Oh, my God, they're talking about that. Ah, oh, it's a bunch of crap. I heard it's a bunch of crap. This Tony Bobolinsky guy, he's a U.S. Navy veteran. He came forward yesterday. He's got some cell phones in his hands, and he's got printed out texts and emails and stuff like that. And he has given all of it to the feds. Yeah, it's at least worth looking into on the whole Hunter Biden, Joe Biden stuff. Let's hear a little more from him, and then we'll fill in the, any gaps for you. On May 13, 2017, I received an email concerning allocation of equity, which says 10% held by H for the big guy. In that email, there's no question that H stands for Hunter, big guy for his father, Joe Biden, and Jim for Jim Biden. In fact, Hunter often referred to his father as the big guy or my chairman. On numerous occasions, it was made clear to me that Joe Biden's involvement was not to be mentioned in writing, but only face-to-face. In fact, I was advised by Gillian Walker that Hunter and Jim Biden were paranoid about keeping Joe Biden's involvement secret. I have heard Joe Biden say he has never discussed his dealings with Hunter. I believe he said that uh, again yesterday. That is false. I have firsthand knowledge about this because I directly dealt with the Biden family. He came out yesterday. This was just hours before the debate happened. He showed three phones that span between 2015 and 2018 is evidence, which he is turning over to the Senate and the FBI. His, his name is on it. His career, his life is on it. It's, he, he can still be a lying crackpot. I'm not saying he couldn't be. But at this point, 
Hey, Washington Post, New York Times, NPR, you got to look into it. There is 50 times, and I'm not using that hyperbolically, there is 50 times more evidence, maybe 500 times more evidence, to substantiate what this gentleman is saying than that poor, mentally unstable doctor who claimed that 50 years ago Brett Kavanaugh you know, harassed her at a party, which was a story that was omnipresent for weeks. But the media is pretending, well, unverified. Of course, they know they're hypocrites. They're advocates now. He said, Tony Bobulinski said, I have no wish to bury anyone. I've never been political. The few contributions I've made have been to Democrats. But what I am is a patriot and a veteran to protect my family name and my business reputation. I need to ensure that the true facts are out there. You know, I understand now. I was kind of curious about why he was coming forward. And in fact, at the end of his little press conference thing or his statement, there you go. Who paid for you to be here? Who covered your expenses? And I thought, you know, what is his motivation in this? But now I get it. This is going to come out. And he does not want to be the guy dragged out of the shadows with his uh, hard drive subpoenaed. He's saying, look, I didn't do anything wrong. Here's everything. He also released hundreds of text messages and emails from his time as CEO of the company being formed between the Biden family and China's largest private energy company. One message sent in May 2017. Uh, One of the other dudes warned Bobulinski not to mention the Democratic nominee's involvement in the Sinohawk deal. Don't mention Joe being involved. It's only when you are face-to-face. Okay. You, a lot of the country, Morning Joe and uh, um, Rachel Maddow and all of CNN, and all y'all think this is crap and made up. Okay, dig into it a little bit and show it to be crap then. That's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah, sometimes inactions are the loudest actions. They're, uh, say, hey, there's nothing here. There's nothing here! As opposed to discrediting it. Please, I don't have to decode that one for you, do I, folks? Probably not. Here's what I think happened. I think somehow Russia got into Hunter Biden's computer. The, there's so there's hinkiness going on somewhere. Um, uh, How do the Russians factor in? Somehow, somehow Rudy Giuliani and Steve Biden... Uh, um, um, Bannon, Bannon mm-hmm. got alerted to all the fact the fact that there's some paperwork out there on the on the Biden family dealings, and they then they had to get to the computer somehow, or get the computer to the FBI somehow, or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I think well the the FBI, the FBI caught, had it. The FBI yeah. caught onto it a long time ago. They're not talking. They're not mentioning an investigation. They learned their lesson from 2016. We're not going to yes. make a big announcement that we're doing an investigation, and then like two days before the election, say we looked at the computer. There's nothing there. They're not going to do that. And the word is that the big investigation is money laundering, and money yeah. laundering investigations take a while. But I'm fine with that. The the FBI, sure. should, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because a lot of times you do investigations, it turns out nobody's guilty, so that shouldn't be announced and ruin your reputation, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But Giuliani and Bannon needed the story out there somehow. Russia got into the computer or something, computer store. I think something hinky is going on there. Doesn't mean the other stuff's not true. I think they just had to find a way to get it out. I think that was Giuliani's involvement somehow. Yeah. That's just my theory. Yeah, that's entirely possible. Yeah, um, sure. But the hinky stuff doesn't get to the, 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 the trueness of it or not. And again, I think it crossed the line yesterday when this guy comes out and puts a name and a face and his reputation and everything on the line. And he's got phones and emails and texts that 
Everybody should be covering it. I thought my phone was going to start going ding, 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 ding with New York Times headlines, Wall Street Journal headlines, Washington Post headlines, but it didn't, and it still hasn't. Mm. They're still not talking about there's no mention that i can find and if i'm wrong point it out to me there's no mention i can find in the new york times at all that this guy came out yesterday and said i've got cell phones with text and everything well and i'm going to point out one more uh aspect of which this it makes it triple egregious that the news media the former news media the advocacy media is ignoring this right after a quick word from our friends at car shield the number one auto protection company in america your car's about to go out of warranty That means something's about to break because fate is cruel, and I hate fate. (sighs) But you don't have to worry about a giant bill if you have CarShield. They offer a wide range of protection plans that you can sign up for very easily, get out of very easily because they've got no long-term contracts or commitments like that. So when the check engine light comes out, you got nothing to worry about. You take it to your favorite mechanic or dealership to do the work. There's a reason CarShield's helped over a million drivers. They're America's number one auto protection company. If you don't have CarShield... You'll have it today, and you'll feel much better about driving around. And they're not going to tell me you got to go to Cheapo Joe's because we have a deal with them. Don't you go get, to Cheapo Joe's. You get to go to your own place? That's fantastic, and you can get out of the contract anytime you want. So go to carshield.com, use the code Armstrong, save 10%. A deductible may apply with their deal. Uh, carshield.com, for info, use the code Armstrong. So I was thinking back to, as, a, as this story came out in the debate, I have two thoughts. One, and and I heard a CNN commentator talking about this, and uh, and and I was impressed. Actually, he was, he was quite reasonable and a bright guy. Uh, he won't last at CNN, but um, he pointed out that Trump, in dealing with the Hunter Joe Biden Bobolinsky Chinese money thing. He just used code words that only Sean Hannity viewers would understand. Oh, sure. He did not lay it out in a way that would bring new people in. That's Trump's great failing as a communicator. Trump assumes everybody's on Twitter and cable news as much as he is. And knows the code words. Yeah, and and that's so wrong. He's so far from accurate. What was that statistic you brought us yesterday about the number of people who follow politics closely? It's it's tiny. 85% of people barely follow it at all. Right. And and he needed so badly to reach out to those 85%. So anyway, having said that, the fact that it was discussed, albeit somewhat poorly during the debate last night, and Joe Biden denied it again, which, which makes him vulnerable to blackmail by the communist Chinese. The fact that it came out... Not only is a justification for the major news media to cover the story and to look into it, it makes it an obligation. It took up quite a few minutes of the debate last night, and I'm reminded of the insidious play by James Comey, who had this piece of crap Russian intelligence-generated garbage steel dossier that no, not even BuzzFeed would report on. It was such garbage. But then he realized, if I brief the president on it, the director of the FBI briefing the president on something makes it legitimate news. Then I have my professor buddy leak it to the New York Times, and the dossier and its horrible, idiotic rumors will be out in the public. Yes. And that's all it took for the big newspapers to print that crap. So if they ignore this story now, well, they've just reproved what they are right now, and it's it's... I got to get over my disappointment. It's just those those days are gone. They're not journalists anymore. Yelling at dead trees. Why don't you bear fruit? 
Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Positive Sean. Man, you're the king of positive those. Positive Sean. You really are the master of those kind of things. Maybe, maybe after the next rain, it'll bear fruit. No, it's a hollowed out dead tree <laughs> that is not what you want it to be. Um, How about leaves? <laughs> Just a few leaves? According to a former New York Times article, Ann Coulter dug this up. This is to satisfy you, Sean. Uh, 570,000 birds die each year to uh, from flying into... All right. I yeah. Turbines. I just need to see how many birds there are total and see if that is the all the birds. <laughs> Which the president yeah. claimed. Because if it's not, that's just some he birds. He said the, 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 the uh, windmills kill all the birds. There seem to be a few birds left. He did misspoke. Did, did we cover this on the air where there was some study where if you paint one of the propellers on those windmills yeah. like a black color, all I, of a sudden... I brought that fascinating yeah. story to you. What happens? I don't remember. It, it uh, cuts down the bird kill by like 75%. Because... Oh, they can discern that something's there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it okay. changes their view. I, I don't know how birds see, but yeah, they maybe With they their get eyes, you idiot. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. One side of our house is almost all. <sighs> There's some birds there. One Come side, on. The west side of our house is almost all windows, like floor to ceiling, mm-hmm. and uh, which gets just bakes you in the afternoon. It's like you're in an oven. Yeah. Um. But uh, even with the windows, win- even with the window shades and everything, it just bakes you. But anyway, um. Birds fly into it every day. I oh, mean, yeah. Daily. Yeah, we have a window like that, Birds uh, are laying are, are on the sidewalk, Funk. flapping around. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> Standing eight count again. <laughs> and uh, then usually the cats and dogs go over. Well, I guess I'll take care of this one. Uh, we need to take a break, but before we leave, uh, for the uh, benefit, for the pleasure of a certain segment of our audience, I want to know what it costs the taxpayers when... 570,000. How many uh, birds was it? 570,000. 570,000 government drones are uh, smashed mm. by windmills every year. Right. Mm-hmm. As birds are clearly government drones. I suppose, Spy drones. Yeah, there haven't been birds for a long time. Everybody knows that. I suppose we should play some of the debate. There were no birds until 1964. <laughs> I suppose we should play some of the debate. We'll play lots of it. I it can, was entertaining. I can howl all I want. Nobody's going to cover Tony Bubblinga. It would help if he had a different name. They will soon. <laughs> it would a lot. Uh, it's a kick in the Bobolinskis. I tell you what. Uh, no, we'll 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 come. We'll, we'll bring you the debate. We'll bring you that. Ah, come on, stay tuned, huh? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I have many bank accounts, and they're all listed, and they're all over the place. I mean, I was a businessman doing business. The bank account you're referring to, which is everybody knows about it, it's listed. The bank account was in 2013. That's what it was. It was opened and do. It was closed in 2015, I believe. And then I decided because I was going to do. I was thinking about doing a deal in China, like millions of other people. I was thinking about it, and I decided I'm not going to do it. Didn't like it. I decided not to do it. Had an account open, and I closed it. Okay. Excuse me. And then, unlike him, where he's vice president and he does business, I then decided to run for president after that. That was before. So I closed it before I even ran for president, let alone became president. Big difference. He is the vice president of the United States, and his son, his brother, and his other brother are getting rich. They're like a vacuum cleaner. They're sucking okay, up money. Okay, President every Trump, thank you. We do not <laughs> <to move on. laughs> 
That one cracked me up. They're like a vacuum cleaner. They're sucking up money everywhere they go. I agree with many people who think that that was Trump's best debate performance ever. The best debate he's ever had. Agreed. Um, you know, then it took uh, you're not allowed to talk to get it to happen. But um, and so there's some good stuff that, that he had, he had a, he had a pretty good night. And I'm not sure that that debate's going to move the needle at all either direction in terms of the election. But uh, I think this will be the twenty the hindsight 2020 debate. I think whatever happens, people will go back. They will jump back to this debate and graft on the results and be like, so this is when this changed. Or like, no, I, I don't know. Fifty million people have already voted, which is amazing. I would it, like. I'd like to know what the what would have happened if he would have been this guy in the first debate. Well, as I tweeted, if he had done three debates like this and the debates had been held before there were tens of millions of people voting, which you'd think would be a good scheduling idea. Uh, Trump would win in a landslide. That's why if that... he could have been that disciplined, and maybe after, if that was debate number one, and his people could have gotten in his ear and said, "Look, you've got to explain why his foreign policy was bad. Do this, this, and and he could have killed Biden." But it's too late. That's why that argument that you can't confirm a Supreme Court justice. The election's already started. You had the debate last night. Fifty million people have voted. You don't yeah. think the debates are important anyway? Um, but my, my point was we could pick out some stuff where he made some good points. Why am I picking out the one that I thought was the funniest, but I am, I was laughing on the couch at this one, uh, 65. When he says buildings, they want to take buildings down because they want to make bigger windows into smaller windows. As far as they're concerned, if you had no window, it would be a lovely thing. This is the craziest plan that anybody has ever seen. And this wasn't done by smart people. This wasn't done by... Anybody, frankly, I don't even know how it can be good politically. Right. They want to spend a hundred trillion dollars. That's their real number. He's trying to say it was six. It's a hundred trillion dollars. They want to knock down buildings and build new buildings with little, tiny, small windows. <laughs> and many other things. Okay. And many other things. Let me have the vice president it respond. And we're crazy. running out of time and we have a lot and more you'll questions destroy to get our to. Country. So let's hear from the vice president. I have a number more questions. I don't know where he comes from. I don't know where he comes up with these numbers. Well, a hundred... Queens. <laughs> so that's where he says Queens? Yeah, I don't know where right he there comes from. <laughs> Queens. <laughs> I didn't hear that. That's yeah. hilarious. Well, you're talking over him like the moderator. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, uh, but once again, if you're not a conservative who's looked into the Green New Deal and realized the retrofitting of buildings thing right. would be just crippling. Well, it's an impossibility. And he it, didn't know what he was talking about. And there, you know, Biden can say that's crazy talk. Where does he come up with this stuff? Uh, they're, they're, I'll, I'll look them up for you. There are publications out there. I've looked into it. It'll cost a hundred trillion dollars to try to do this stuff. It's impossible. It can't be done. Um, retrofitting every building in America with smaller windows and all the different things they want to do. And, and then Biden gets to say, and the unions are behind it. Yeah, of course they are. They're going to be remaking everything across the country for the next hundred years. Right. At taxpayer expense. So, yeah, of course which, is, which is the client that never stops paying. Um, I think it's really interesting. Sean just showed me this. So they got into a long back and forth. Maybe we'll play it. Maybe we won't over uh, immigration in that and uh, children being in the country and that sort of thing. And Trump kept mentioning coyotes are bringing them in. Uh, drug cartels are bringing kids in. And apparently a lot of the United States completely unaware that the term coyote means, you know, people who uh, get paid to bring people across the border Well, because the Internet exploded with what the hell is Trump talking about? More significantly, it's a bunch of blue checkmark journalists saying, coyotes, Trump has lost his mind. What is he talking about? I just came across, I guess we're going to have to change the definition of coyote in the dictionary. 
Yeah, anybody who uh, follows immigration at all has been familiar with that term for decades. It's how like, are you not familiar with these people who transport the immigrants illegally across the border? They do it professionally. They're an offshoot of the cartels. Everybody knows that. I thought that was kind of funny. Well, or so I thought. Um, but we got more on the debate we'll play throughout the morning. Uh, again, I don't think it's going to move the needle at all. The only thing that could potentially move the needle, unless we end up in a war with somebody in the next nine days, is if this uh, Tony Bobulinski is the story uh, breaks and gets confirmed. I think that and and Joe's attached to it, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah, clearly. I, I disagree with you. I think the debate last night had a significant effect. Um, it did not have. And actually, we got a fairly uh, uh, hotly worded email on this topic. Uh, maybe I'll give uh, the lady credit. It's uh, Gail. Joe Biden did not come off as an old doddering fool, as you have so often like to claim. You need to find other issues to complain about. Um, <laughs> oh, there are plenty of issues to complain about. No, he did not come off. He was a little scattered and tired and, and, and old. Uh, but no, he did not come off as senile. Uh, on the other hand, I thought uh, Trump really acquitted himself well. He attracted back a number of voters. He fired up a number of uh, more voters. Is it too little, too late? Mm, probably. And we'll take a national poll here in about eight days and see Good what idea. we think. Armstrong and Getty. <laughs>